0: Nature of this program, listener discretion is advised.
1: Mother, it's no time to gamble. Look around, you're not at a casino. Just stay the
0: home as if your name was Trenton Quarantino. Sure, you can still see your friends. Use the mother app on your phone. But unless you just ran out of groceries, please stay the at home. There is a
1: Super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus And if we don't act quick in social distance It will mire us In a stretch of quarantine that lasts until July A super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus And if you got a better cough in your arm And if you got a better cough in your arm Now back in 1918, influenza had its run But half their docs were
2: busy overseas with World War One. Today we have mass media and scientists to say If you don't want this virus, well then stay six feet away Super damn important that we practice isolation because we're asymptomatic while it's in incubation. will overwhelm our hospitals if there's not mitigation. It's super damn important that we practice isolation.
3: That's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing. Germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from in this country? Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu. And and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around, scrubbing this and spraying that, and overcooking their food, and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous, and it goes to ridiculous lengths. Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're fucking weak, and you got a fucking weak immune system. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. (laughs) And at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. It strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered in raw shit. So... So personally, I never take any special precautions against germs. I don't shy away from people who sneeze and cough. I don't wipe off the telephone. I don't cover the toilet seat. And if I drop food on the floor, I pick it up and eat it. Even if I'm at a sidewalk cafe in Calcutta, the poor section on New Year's morning during a soccer riot. And you know something? In spite of all that so-called risky behavior, I never get infections. I don't get them. I don't get colds. I don't get flu. I don't get headaches. I don't get upset stomach. And you know why? Because I got a good, strong immune system, and it gets a lot of practice. I want you to know I don't automatically wash my hands every time I go to the bathroom, okay? Can you deal with that? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. You know when I wash my hands? When I shit on them. The only time, that's the o- and you know how often that happens? Tops, tops, two, three times a week, tops, <laughs> tops. Maybe a little more frequently over the holidays, you know what I mean? And I'll tell you something else, my well scrubbed friends. You don't always need a shower every day. Did you know that? It's overkill, unless you work out or work outdoors, or for some reason come in intimate contact with huge amounts of filth and garbage every day, you don't always need a shower. All you really need to do is to wash the four key areas. Armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. Got that? Armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. In fact, you can save yourself a whole lot of time if you simply use the same brush on all four areas.
4: When I feel fine, I don't feel sick. I'll go out on my own. How thick are you, you selfish prick? Please just stay the fuck at home. From LA through to Berlin, from Wuhan through to Rome, there's people dying every day, so stay the fuck at home. If you need to contact family, use Facebook, Skype, or phone. We've got the fucking internet, so stay the fuck at home. The only way to slow it down is isolate, not roam please help the world get back on track and stay the fuck at home stay the fuck at home stay the fuck at home don't you be a fucking dick please stay the fuck at home stay the fuck at home your podcast will fail
3: it's just a coincidence that you were talking about the jack and triumph show and i'm here thank you so
2: much for having me on your podcast
0: Hey
3: man, this is Kevin Smith. The guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at spotcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is Podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two One Now here's Chris Colon and Paul Pasquillo.
2: Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And let me tell you, Paul, when you take into consideration all the bullshit that's gone on recently in my life, that quarantine is probably the best fucking thing that has happened in the past couple of weeks. Um, so what you're saying is is you need podcast therapy. Where to begin? We were supposed to, uh, loyal listeners, we were supposed to record this the other day. And what happens the other day? And I don't want to get deep into politics. But what happens the other day? Bernie pulls out of the fucking race. Of all fucking days, we were gonna record, and, and, you know, I'm working, and, and, now my new, okay, look, people who know me know that, you know, yes, I'll jump on Facebook when I'm working and stuff like that, you know, but I, you know, some days I'm very, very into working, some days whatever. Dropped, I to play taps Fucking Bernie <laughs> dropped out of the fucking race, like <laughs> early in the after in the morning, and I mind you, I didn't get this news till like six o'clock, six thirty in the evening, because once again, like like I said, you know, I, I work. Luckily, you know, since this quarantine, as I mentioned in the last episode, my life hasn't mm-hmm. changed at all, not for the most part. I mean, no. yes, my daughter's home from school and stuff like that, but I still work from home. Um, I never. Really oh, but went wait, out wait anyway. a minute.
1: But wait a minute, you have to go to Wegmans for shit now, which makes me laugh so fucking much.
2: <laughs> I had okay, I have that on my notes and I'll get to that, we'll get to oh, that. Oh yes, next, we will. <laughs> you know, on top of all this other shit, I have to swallow my fucking pride. Okay, so, uh, you know, my life hasn't changed that much, right? And then, you know, all this quarantine bullshit goes on and there's, there's more to that story and we'll get to that in a moment. But the other day, we're gonna record and then fucking Bernie, and let me tell you, Bernie drops out of the fucking race and, and, Obviously, this is something that I've been very fucking passionate about. This is mm-hmm. something that I was fucking, you know. Bernie was supposed to be the fucking chosen one. He was supposed to be the fucking, the you know, the the Neo, uh, the the one to bring balance to the Force. Uh, you know, he was supposed to fucking, you know, throw the fucking ring into Mount Doom and save us from the fucking, you know, from Voldemort. All the shit, <laughs> and 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 he pulls out of the fucking race, and I was just like, for what? You know, he's, he's an old man. Okay. Look, he's an old man and there's coronavirus. And, you know, it would be really hard for him to campaign in a traditional campaign between mm-hmm. now and November as an old man, being that part of campaigning is meeting in front of groups of hundreds of thousands of people. He is, you know, in his seventies now, he's, he's, he's right up there, right in the fucking uh, key uh, demographics of people who are, you know, who are susceptible to coronavirus, you know, you can't screen every single fucking person walking in the door, That's you know, true. in rallies and stuff like that. I understand that, you know, that he has to look out for his own um he has to look out for his own uh, health and well-being. Um how well, ca- how can anybody campaign this year? You know, uh you know, had it had it gotten, you know, had it gotten real hot and heavy, you know, how how could anybody campaign because you know obviously campaigning means going out and meeting people and we're living in a world where shit like that isn't fucking happening anymore and you know and of course you know you know I don't want to get once again I'm not going to get deep into it but you know uh, you know Biden was taking bites from behind and 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 taking chunks out of fucking Bernie's uh uh Bernie's uh forward motion and uh so once again we were supposed to record the other day and I, I just you I said, Paul, I feel like shit. I don't fucking, I don't even want to fucking record today. Oh, I so was, that's why.
1: Yeah, oh, I mean, on top, okay. on
2: top of the other shit, we'll get into in a minute about what the other fucking bullshit that's going on in my life. But okay, so Bernie drops out of the fucking race. Okay,
1: well, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't just let me not have a, a okay. say in this, real quick.
2: Yes, yes, okay. All right, I'm not,
1: uh, I'm not going to go too deep into it because, because Chris has a lot to say. And you want, okay, get
2: motherfucker. Out. <laughs> <All>
1: right, first. <laughs> so, first of all. My candidate's the nominee. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Got to stick fault. it in a little bit. No, 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 um, but I, and I and I think I said this on the last podcast, but uh, the problem wasn't that people didn't want Bernie. There's a, I mean, dude, there's a ton of people on my Facebook, a ton of people on my Twitter that want Bernie, and some of those people are still saying, well, "I'm not going to vote for for Biden because he's he's evil and whatever," and I'm like. That's a whole other conversation <laughs> that we can get into, but I, I'm it's, sure you don't want to get into well, that well, right well,
2: now. Okay, uh, Bernie had this whole thing where, like, well, I started you guys off. You know, you were supposed to get... I got you up and running. Like, motherfucker, what are you, the Wizard of Oz? Like, we could have went yeah. home at any time. We just had well, to click our fucking heels. I got you guys organized. I got you guys motivated. Motherfucker, you well, supposed to be our figurehead. All oh, right, go on. I'm sorry. The, just, so, <laughs> you had the power in so, you all along. Go on, so the
1: problem was... A problem that they found and this is something that i need to i need people to understand let's talk about what facts are the fact was is he yes he was having these really big rallies and everybody was enthusiastic yeah we want bernie we want bernie we want bernie and then these people wouldn't turn out Mm -hmm. and then we come to find out and by the way, I, I, when I say these people don't turn out, his supporters aren't turning out, I'm not saying every Bernie supporter isn't turning out. I'm saying that a large majority of them aren't, and that's part of the problem. And this is the youth vote. And by the way, that's not a good thing for a Democratic nominee anyways. If you can't get the young people to come out, that's going to be harder for us to win this next election. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but we what we also found out was a large majority, and this is ironic, a large majority of the Bernie vote last time was an anti-Hillary Clinton vote. So yeah. everybody that voted that didn't want to vote for Hillary voted for Trump, and that's why he got in because of this whole anti-Hillary vote. Yeah. And now people are kind of like, "Fuck, we need to get this asshole out." So they, you know, and and it goes to it goes to show that people kind of went, "No, no, 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 we want this shit." to go the right way this time. And I'm not saying that Bernie doesn't have some good ideas and some good policies, but a lot of people don't want to do something radical right now. And I call that the silent majority. It's the same thing that happened with, with Trump. There's a silent, a silent majority of Trump voters that were very silent during the last election that were like, that didn't say one word to reporters or lied to reporters. And guess what? The polls were completely fucking different. That's the same thing that's going on now is people are are not saying anything because they don't want Bernie supporters to yell at them. They don't want the radical Bernie supporters, Bernie bros, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Mm -hmm. They don't want the Trump supporters to yell at them. So they remain silent. So when it becomes the primary day in your state, they go out and they go full force for Biden. And now Biden's winning by 20, 30, 40 points. And everybody's going like, what the fuck just happened? Because people don't want – they. Let's face it. People don't want the radical change. They want it to go back to what it was. And yeah, I get that we do need to make changes, but you can't make change unless you correct the problems. And Trump has created a lot of fucking problems. Chris, you can agree with me on this. Yeah. Yeah. He's created so many fucking problems that we have to do something to bring it back to where we are. And let's, let's face it. Even if Bernie were the nominee and did become president – he would have to fix all the fucking Trump's issues first before we even got to the fucking real
2: issues. Yeah, I mean, well, and that's, that's gonna, problem. I mean, that's, that's what's on Biden's plate also. I mean, Biden's gotta fucking fix all this but shit see, when he's. Biden,
1: Biden has more experience to be able to go into these countries. And get the job done. That's the problem. I,
2: and and, I, you know, and like Barack is like... Fucking Barack Obama has fucking abandoned us in our fucking time of need. Because no, Barack no, Obama is fucking... That mother, where the fuck is he? <laughs>
1: no, he's... No, no, he started talking. Well, that that day when, when Bernie started... When Bernie dropped out, all mm. of a sudden he was more active on social media. So oh, now no, I'm gonna he's talk. coming out. He's coming out and now saying things because he didn't want to get involved. He didn't want... I mean, he, yeah, every once in a while he would tweet and say, you know, happy Easter or this, happy this or whatever, you know, like normal presidents do when they're not in the presidency. Um, but he didn't want to get involved. And I, and I agree with that. Don't get involved in this bullshit. Don't do that until a nominee comes in place. Now that there's a nominee in place, you bet your ass he's going to fucking go after Trump every chance he gets. He, he's been, he's been jabbing him ever so often. But now, like, dude like this is going to be like this is going to be an interesting election man and yeah. and it's going to be even more interesting because of covid19 but i mean that's a whole different story yeah and and there was that whole
2: thing that. yeah there was a whole thing like in wisconsin where like they had people come out oh man and, and that was a clusterfuck and and okay so the one thing else i just wanted to talk about is that like and it was and it was like two separate girls on my facebook feed and, and this is going to sound very fucking insensitive and stuff like that where they're like If you were a victim of a sex crime, like if you were raped, you shouldn't support Biden. And I'm like, you know, like, you know, I I, and it's like it's not that I want to be insensitive to your to, you know, I understand you're triggered and 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 whatever whatever has been going on. But it's like, you know. Trump is no so, fucking. Trump is no fucking angel either. And, so, and I really hate to say fucking lesser of two evils. I mean, I hate that's that's you know as, as people say it like with like dirt in their mouth at lesser. Of two I, evils. I
1: wasn't gonna get into that part, but since you said something, I'll, I'll make this short. Um, so some of the Bernie supporters have been so so. There's there's this woman that keeps showing up, uh-huh. and now first of all, first of all, let's just say for the record. If you've been sexually assaulted, if you've been raped, if anything's happened to you, yes, you should report it. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Here's the problem with this woman. And by the way, if you go and you look at New York Times Twitter page, you can – they got pissed off because people were bitching at – they've been bitching at New York Times, CNN, all these major news outlets and being like, why are you not reporting on this rape victim? So the New York Times had like I want to say almost a 10-tweet thing saying, listen, listen, like we vetted this woman. Every single piece of, every single piece of evidence we've tried to get, there's no evidence. Oh, and by the way, we went back as far as 1993 when this supposedly happened. And the word that keeps coming out of people's mouths is that Biden was the good senator. He had a very female friendly environment. And, yes, okay, fine. He's (laughs) creepy. Okay, okay, fine. He's not a rapist.
2: He's just just a creeper.
1: (laughs) Maybe he was was unintentionally creepy. I'm sorry, but... I'm going to tell you something right now. Most of those senators and probably some of those older House members are the exact same fucking way. Well, yeah. I, I mean, he has that, that. he's are a product that's... of a different
2: time. And, I mean, we joke and say, OK, boomer. But, I mean, you know, this guy's like a legit fucking boomer. He is, he is. He and, is. So,
1: and he's not doing it. He's not doing it intentionally to hurt anybody's feelings. It's just –
2: how people were raised yeah, before and... before Anita Hill before uh, yeah, sexual exactly. harassment. I mean, once again, that's not and 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 you know I like I I hate to I hate to say like you know once again I I'm sensitive to anyone if you've been raped and I understand it's fucking obviously extremely tra- tra- traumatic and stuff like that. But you know for for you to go oh, if, you, if you if you've been raped you don't vote for for, for Biden and I'm like oh
1: over yeah. over a woman that that is clearly. Lying or, well, I, I mean, at this point, I think she's lying at this point because well, the, I mean, the New York Times has a clients. good re-
2: for the intents of purposes. The New York Times has a good reputation. Yeah, and, and even though whatever well, you know, like if a, they had something, the, why would they sit on it? You know what I'm saying? They're right, not going right, to right. sit on groundbreaking fucking. It's know. it's the
1: same thing with like the whole thing with Hunter Biden. Like they all all the news organizations, including Fox News, has been like, listen. We don't have – we've investigated this and there's nothing happening. Now, that doesn't mean that the anchors on Fox News aren't trying to push it still because they're way the fuck out there. But at the same time, you look at you, you all these news organizations, even the ones that are in the middle, that are nonpartisan, are fucking sitting there going, guys, we have extensively investigated this. There is nothing here. That's the same thing that's going on here. Like, it, it, Let's put it this way. If this woman had come out, had facts, had something that was concrete that somebody could nail down, it would be all over the fucking news. Mm -hmm. It would be all over the fucking news. But guess what? There's no concrete evidence. And just because she went on a Bernie supporters podcast, which is why this all happened, and she threw it out there and said whatever she said, you know, I I get this is the whole reason why I've said on this podcast, like we need to have a system for vetting situations like this because this is what this is a pure example of a situation where a woman is accusing a political person of doing something and there are no facts to back her up you can't do that and by the way biden has a good reputation it's the reason why and i I know you're not gonna like me to say this but it's the reason why bernie is actually going to help biden because they have a working a really good working
2: relationship they like each other i literally watched the video today because I'm, once again, being a Bernie supporter, I follow Bernie on, on Facebook and stuff like that. And like, I watched a video today where he's interviewing Joe Biden and saying, and I give you all my resources, I'm going to support you and all this stuff, you know. And, you know, and so, you know, and I hate to say blue no matter who, but, <laughs> I mean, come on, people. Fucking, I mean, you know, I, mean, I look, listen. I'm, Biden's not my first choice, but we gotta get fucking Trump out of the. But, but think about this for
1: example. Think, think about this for a second. And so far, this is the case, but there's no third party right now. There's nobody even trying. Mm-hmm. I mean, we thought, what's her name, was going to go, um, Tulsi Gabbard. We thought she was going to do. She even, invo- she even endorsed fucking Biden. Mm. Like, like that was the woman that was supposed to fucking go and go third party. And she literally went, no, 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 I'm going to support Biden. I went, whoa, that's, that right there is a message. Like, if Tulsi Gabbard is, is supporting her, that's where you sit there and you go, okay, this is something, this is interesting, because we all know, they don't, nobody wants to run for a third party, because they know if they get in the middle of this and Trump loses, they're gonna get fucking re- reamed up and down social media, and there's gonna be so many death threats against them that it's not even funny. I mean, and and nobody wants that, so, yeah. and here's the thing, Bernie has made changes. We, 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 we don't sit here and and think about that if it wasn't for bernie places wouldn't be paying 15 dollars an hour mm-hmm. right now i mean not everybody's paying 15 dollars an hour but you get what i'm saying yeah. you know new york city is 15 dollars an hour now now rochester is going to be 1250 at the end of this year i believe yeah 1250 at the end of this year i think mm-hmm. um, and then they reevaluate to see if they need to go higher and that's i'm going to be honest with you chris that's how it should be you should be evaluating the market and see okay what what um minimum wage makes sense for your market. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously New York City, and I'll be honest with you, I think fifteen cents fifteen fifteen cents. Fifteen dollars is is way way too low anyways. But do you see what yeah. I'm saying though? Like it, it, it just makes sense that somebody should be making more money than what they what they are. And Bernie has done that. Bernie has done that. And I think Bernie can help do some things. Like the one thing I really liked that Bernie was trying to do was um, I think, and I get Medicaid and Medicare mixed up all the time, but he was saying that um, I like um, glasses, contacts, uh, hearing aids, all of that should be included in that. There should be no cost to those people. And I'm like, that's something that Biden should definitely. And I think that would definitely be something that he should do. Like that part of the healthcare thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, I never, I never have really agreed with the Medicaid, Medicare for all, just because it took us so long to get Obamacare in place, and people do like it. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, I remember like a shit ton of people complained, and then you even had Republicans that were sitting there going, "I just got a surgery and didn't have to pay shit because I had Obamacare, so I don't want you fucking taking that away from me."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, that's right there is what, you know, we sit there and we go. Let's take this law, let's make the fixes that need to be done, and let's keep it where it is. Because let me tell you something. Like states like our state aren't mm-hmm. going to change it. They're going to keep their own thing. But, you know, I just don't – I don't want
2: to go on too much farther with this, but – Yeah, we'll get back you – know, we'll, I just wanted to say that. We'll get back to the traumas of my – well, here's a here's way to remember it. Medica- the, always because, I mean, I, I knew th- – just through life, I I've learned what difference between Medicaid and Medicare, but with my job, like my boss described it, Medicaid, everything like imagine aid, like someone who needs help. Medicaid right. is for poor. <laughs> Medicare is for old, <laughs> you know, Medicare okay. is what old people get. You know what? You know, everyone's supposed to get when you're a certain age and then Medicaid, right. imagine aid, like someone who needs help. Medicaid is poor, Medicare is old. and, and, now, also, just understand that if, if, if there was Medicare for all, me personally, my, my life at my job would be a thousand times easier. But of course, that's just, mm. that's just me being a, a selfish prick. Um, well, you are a selfish prick, well, but I, well, I, continue. Well, Yeah. So, um, yeah. A, a no, okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll touch upon uh, further politics. Uh, so let's get back to the other, uh, fucking traumas in my life. Okay. So one kind of leads into the other. Okay. So my car broke down in the middle of all this shit. I go and you know I go do food shopping and like what I got now. Wait, wait, wait. Where, where did you go food shopping? Oh, okay, yeah. All right, so we can
1: we can get into that. So, um, so you you said one leads into the other, and then the other one leads into it anyway. So, so there okay, you go. so a
2: big shout out, a big shout out to Jen, uh, Jen Falanga, um, because. I was at my fucking wits end like looking for toilet paper because everywhere that I went to now, of course, keep in mind, I generally avoid the store Wegmans like the plague. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and so so Jen had said, look, I, you know, if you need toilet paper, I got you, you know, come to my house, you know, like and purely social distancing. She was like, I'll leave it on a bag out of my porch. You can come and get it. I'll leave you a couple of rolls of toilet paper. So I said, all right, thank you. You know, you're the best, you know, in a fucking, in times of fucking need and shit like that, you know, uh, I appreciate it. She's looking out for me. So then I go, and then at that particular time, now I, I think I had said that I was talking about it online or whatever. And then Paul goes, well, there's plenty of toilet paper on Wegmans. And I was like, Ugh. and, you know, I, you know, I'm trying to think of, you know, Wegmans is like everywhere. It's one well, thing here in Rochester. Wegmans is everywhere. Yeah. And Wegmans is, like, it's a local place, but people treat Wegmans like a fucking cult out here. They really do. Like, there are people who, like, mm-hmm. you 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 cannot get me to... Sh- you know, there are people who will say, you can't get me to shop anywhere else but Wegmans. You know, the closest thing I could say for people to understand, it's mostly... It's almost like a Whole Foods. You know, like, that's the only other store I could pretty much really compare it to.
1: Whole Foods can suck my left number. But, but what I'm saying
2: is, you know, it, it, but I'm... Is, you know, and the one thing, the couple of things I got to say about Wegmans is one, like their pre-made stuff is fucking pretty decent. You know, like when, when you're like, when you're a guy like me and you're a bachelor and all this other shit and you want to go get fucking something, you know, you want to go to the store and pick up like a quick, you know, uh, you know, mashed potatoes and corn and a piece of fucking, you know, steak or whatever that's already pre-made. All you got to do is heat it up. It's the, now, of course you're paying a fucking premium for it. You know, but if you want, you know, a ready to go fucking pizza, all you got to do is heat it up or or mac and cheese or, you know, any of these giant comfort foods that, you know, that, you know, like you, you can feed a human being like you, like you feed a dog. You know what I'm saying? Like enough to it's enough to keep them alive. <laughs> their their only job is to like take it home and heat it up. And my fat ass didn't even uh... heat it up. Wegmans has a great um uh. there's a great bakery at Wegmans. They're, they make great sandwiches. I'll give them that. When, they, when it comes to making sandwiches, that, that they make sandwiches so good that there's a whole separate business called DeBellas up here in Rochester and, and I'm assuming upstate New York and western New York and all this shit. But it's just letting any people know that their sandwich section is so good that they basically created other, they created a whole franchise of stores not connected to the supermarket that makes sandwiches. Oh, they own DeBellas? Yeah. If I'm not, if I'm not mis- I could be, I could be wrong, but I think DeBellas. I'm... Spawn, I don't out think of, they own that, but I'm gonna
1: have to see that. I'm gonna look, look that up. Now. I,
2: I think the bill is from Wegmans, like it's from their, their, their sandwich place. My, my point being is that, you know, Wegmans has this, but I had always had a fucking stick up my ass about going to Wegmans because that's the place you go where you see the fucking yoga moms and you see all the Karens and you see all the fucking, you know, and, and for the most part, you are paying a little bit more. Then if you were going to another supermarket, if you were going to, you know, the other, the other big supermarket up here is Tops. Um, up in the Northeast, there's Pathmark. I, I grew up going to Pathmark my entire life. Um, that's where, that was like my local supermarket. And, and, you know, they're like in New York and Pennsylvania and I think like the Northeast, uh, Pathmark. So, you know what I'm saying? Wegmans is a bit higher end. So you're going to pay more. Now, the one, the one thing that they do, I'll, I'll say is that, like, their price club or whatever you want to call it. Like, when you have the stupid card, you have to give them your phone number. Like, you know, if you want to buy an eight-pound bag of fucking potato chips, yeah, you can buy the Wegmans brand for, like, two bucks. So, the, like, stuff like that, like the big, giant, bulk stuff, Wegmans is good for. So, I'm on my way. I'm on my way to Jen's house. And Jen had said, um, give me a minute. I'll, you know, she said, you know, give me a second. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm caught up with doing something. Um you know swing by in about 20 minutes to go um you know and and i'll, I'll get the toilet paper and i'll put it out in the, the porch for you you know so i said all right thank you you know so on my way her, way to her house i see a wegman's and a little fucking light bulb goes over my head oh you know what paul said that there's toilet paper in wegman's let me go to fucking let me go check out wegman's wouldn't you fucking know it now of course don't be wrong the the whole paper aisle itself is deserted. demolished yeah i mean you know just in yeah. general but they actually had, now mind you, uh, I got like two six-packs, and the six-pack was like seven bucks and change. You know what I'm saying? Like you're paying like a dollar, which is, I mean, you know, don't be wrong. And, and the funny thing is, it's like some brand that I never heard of, you know, and, and, and it has, a, has a, a a picture of a kitten on it. <laughs> like, this, is, this is like, is this toilet paper so soft it feels like I'm wiping my ass with a white kitten? Um, But uh, wouldn't you know it, I got two packs of toilet paper. Now, mind you, and 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 I'll here's I told you I wanted you to remind me of something, and this is what happens to me tonight. So, um, I buy the two rolls, I buy the two (laughs) packs, and uh, and and then I I called Jen and I said, Jen, you know, I got the toilet paper, I appreciate it, thank you. They have toilet paper here, and she was nice enough. She's like, no, come by and get it. You know, it's it's better to have and not need, need not have. And I said, you know, thank you very much. So I went, you know, and I got my the 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 two six packs of toilet paper cost me like fifteen bucks, which is a little bit of a premium, a little bit of a premium. But I mean, you know, look, in, in this fucking, in the middle of the apocalypse, you know, hey, you know, as long as you got something to wipe your ass with, unlike our last episode where I say wipe with their socks. So I got the rolls that Jen gave me. I got the t- paper rolls that, that, that I bought from Wegmans. So today, before we record, um, I had to do a little bit of food shopping. You know, now the whole deal, you know, bandana across my face, you know, I got, I wear glasses anyway, so I don't need goggles or anything like that. You know, I'm wearing like my winter gloves. Just so I don't have to put my hands on the cart and stuff like that. Um, and of course, I realize that, you know, coronavirus because it can get on my gloves. I'll try my best to handle them. And then what I've done in my car is I've started carrying like a cheapy spray bottle <laughs> filled with alcohol. Now I know, yes, it's supposed to be water. It's supposed to be soap and water that kills the coronavirus. But like a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing. But I get in my car, I spray my hands with the, with the alcohol. You know, yada yada yada. You know, that you know, I'm I'm doing at least a, a little bit of prevention. So I I go now mind you okay the first time I went to Wegmans I bought the two packs of toilet paper and I asked the girl I'm like is there a limit on this and she's like no don't worry about it you know so then I go and I buy two packs today you know once again I'm not going crazy but I you know I'm gonna I'm gonna stock up if I can now when I bought when I bought eggs the egg said only one limit for per her, her customer when I saw the toilet paper I did not see a sign that said limit one per customer. But the girl was like, "I can only sell you one." And I, ha- since I really have fucking plenty of toilet paper here, I wasn't gonna give her an issue. I wasn't gonna say, "I don't see a sign," you know. But my point is, if you think you want to buck the system, go to like a cashier that looks like they don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because when the first time I went, I got, I had a cashier that clearly did not give a shit. You know, and once again, it was not, like I was not like I was fucking hoarding. I was buying two six packs and got nobody knows what I have at home. You know, what if I got eight kids at home? So. Uh, so the girl tonight actually gave a shit about her job and said, I could only sell you one. So, uh, just let, let people, let that be a, let that be a, 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 a life hack. <laughs> look, Jesus. look for the cashier that looks like they don't give a shit. <laughs> They're tired of everyone's bullshit and we'll sell you two rolls, to, two packs of toilet paper. All right. So, all right. So the other day. I did a little bit of food shopping and I I did not get my I I didn't take my daughter with me to the supermarket, but I picked up afterwards on our way home. Fucking I I can tell you right now. I know it's not smoke. It's it's steam. Steam's coming out of my car. Shit, my fucking radiator. So by fucking whatever fucking cosmic coincidence, I was very close to where one of the mechanics I usually go to go. And I I, I, I'm I'm able to glide the car right into his fucking parking lot. No, I just like it's like a Sunday night. And so, you know, the mechanic has the overnight Dropbox and all this other stuff. I I go and I leave a detailed message. Hi, oh, you know, I left my car in your parking lot. Yada yada yada. I'm pretty sure it's the radiator. You know, give me a call. And it's we're in the middle of fucking quarantine. No one's going anywhere. <laughs> so, you know, and and this is the mechanic where he's he does well enough because I've I've gone. He's not the kind kind of mechanic where you can just uh show up and say, hey, fix my car. You got to schedule an appointment. So I knew it was going to be a couple of days, um, before he even got a chance to even look at my car. And so I had, um, you know, I had food, I had food shop. I had, did my food shopping. So I had a car full of fucking groceries and my daughter and it was raining. <laughs> um, but I called an Uber, got a nice girl in the Uber. You know, that's got, I feel, I feel for those people also when you're picking up strangers in a car, when we're talking about social distancing and a person's literally, you know, two feet behind you and stuff like that. But, you know, got in the car. Nice, you know, nice gal. She brought us to the house, you know. I unloaded the car, you know. I told her, just leave the bags on the fucking curb. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll get it in the house. So, okay. So now we got these traumas that are going on in my life. Bernie drops out of the fucking race. My fucking car breaks down. You had to go to Wegmans. I had to go to fucking swallow my pride and go to Wegmans. Well, let's talk about the big... Let's talk about the real deal that... I know people are probably listening to this episode. Uh, and, and, and people that don't usually listen to this episode will probably listen to this episode. And let's talk about the newest trauma. I have spoken too soon, people. I had expected 2020. When this year started, I'm like, man, 2020 is going to be the year where things get turned around. Things are going to be fucking great. Well, you know what? We spoke too fucking soon, Paul. <laughs> you know, our last couple episodes, I've been talking about me seeing a girl. Well, <clears throat> that is gone to shit. Like like several other relationships I've mentioned in this podcast, uh girls that I've 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 taken a liking to or whatever the case may be, uh this relationship has gone kaput. Now, I'm going to rant here for a minute and um
5: My
2: I surprise. I may not be, you know, uh, I may say things that may hurt and offend, so you have been warned. Um but I'm also going to speak the truth. Now, I mm-hmm. know they say you know, uh, men or a guy like, you know, you're a classic narcissist, sociopath, uh, controlling gaslighter. A- and I love when people throw around the term gaslighting because I see things in a very logical way. I see things very much in black and white. And so some people delude themselves. And some people live in a fucking fantasy world. So when you show them reality, they're so convinced that the bullshit world they live in is real that when you show them reality, they think you're lying to them. They think you're gaslighting them. That's why I always love that phrase when people, especially, you know, it's mostly women, will say men are gaslighting, gaslighting you. Yeah, because your head is so far up your ass and you're so looking at the world through an emotional fucking spectrum. That when black and white cold logic hits you, it makes you feel like the man is lying. So that being said, you know, her and I obviously couldn't come to the same terms on what a person's role is in a relationship and how they should be there for each other or, or not be there for each other. And, uh, you know, and and I tried my best. I tried my best to be accommodating and I tried my best to be understanding. And I understand I'm a bit selfish. Absolutely. I'm selfish. You know why I'm selfish? Because fucking nobody else is looking out for me. You know what I'm saying? I haven't. And and you know what? And and you'll turn around and say, well, maybe that's your fault, Chris. Because you know what? I haven't met a woman worth a damn. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I attract women that ain't about shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I I get women. By the time I get a woman, her standards are so fucking low that, you know, her life is she's just fucking scooting by in fucking life. You know that that's got to be the case because it's it because it, it, they're gonna hey, Chris it's your fault maybe you keep <clears throat> talking about you bitches ain't shit well maybe it's got something to do with you I uh, yes it's fine then I attract bitches that ain't shit because you know you try to have a vision you try to have ideas on what the relationship is supposed to be like you know and and it shouldn't be like hitting a fucking wall you know did I feel like shit for a little while yeah did I feel did my self esteem take a fucking dip absolutely it did but you know what towards the end i didn't i didn't cry it didn't break my fucking heart because like i shouldn't have to fight you yeah. that was one of the things towards our, our last week together um damn near every day i was saying come on over to my house come on over to my house come on over to my house now i'm not going to blow up her spot until to blow up the whole podcast and say her business but her living situation was the farthest thing from uh accommodating, uh, where she lived, uh, people didn't respect her privacy, people didn't respect her personal property, um, you know, uh, I, I will try to think of the best way to, people didn't respect her, her personal property, people didn't respect her privacy, and she was taken advantage of, she was guilted <laughs> mentally, she was guilted emotionally, um, She, you know, there was this sort of weird thing that like there was this weird sort of like you owe us mentality in her current living situation and me. And not that I'm going to be Mr. fucking white knight on a fucking noble steed. But I was like, you know, come to my house, (laughs) escape all that bullshit that's going on in your life. You know, even if it means coming over to my house and I don't even fucking interact with you (laughs) like like just because if I'm calling you every day. And I speak to you every day, and every day is, oh, people <coughs> here don't respect me, and people here are, are treating me like shit, and people here take advantage of me. All right, well, then why don't you come over to my house where you won't get taken advantage of? Why don't you come over to my house, you know? And after, like, a week, I started realizing, oh, shit, she doesn't want to be around me. Because if she wanted to be around me, all she would have to do was walk the fuck downstairs. And that's sort of like, and that's another thing, and I, and I had mentioned this to her, I was like, you know, and I'm pretty sure Oscar, <laughs> when Oscar hears this. Oscar's gonna have a fucking field day talking about this. Um, oh, probably. You know, if he, if he's not I mean, fucking but at least, dead. At least you're not. <laughs> he's not dead. Macron. At least you're not singing in
1: the car. At least you're not singing in the car. I'm
2: <laughs> but I'm saying, is that like, my thing is that, you know, and maybe that was my fault. Maybe I was too much of a nice guy. Maybe I was too fucking accommodating because I would love it. I would give my left fucking testicle to have a girl say, you know what, Chris, let me come to your house pick you up bring you over to my house which is better than your current living situation i will feed you i will take care of you i will fucking give you a a cool calm and collected relaxed environment for you to enjoy yourself in you know saying and if you're not feeling good if you're feeling sick you know what just chill out relax lay on a nice soft bed in a nice warm house and don't sweat it you know but you know, that there's a twisted fucking mentality where these people dug their fucking nails into her and she feels guilty for leaving them or she feels guilty for not being there or whatever the case may be. And it's you know what? And towards the end, it's not my it's not my it's not my problem. It's not my problem that you've made a series of bad decisions and now you feel some fucked up obligation to this to these people that you want to stay in that fucking house. And
1: all right, well, <laughs> Well, let me let me let me kind of cut you off before you dig yourself too far in here. I I know you're pissed, my friend, but you know, we we, we were kind of talking about this off the the podcast for those of you that are listening. And you know, with based on what what Chris has kind of told me about his now ex, I kind of feel like a part of this and a huge part of this now that I'm I'm hearing more and more of this and listening to it, I think it has to do with the coronavirus because you know, we're all stressed everybody's stressed out. We're all that's, fucking, that's
2: one thing. Everyone is stressed out right yeah, now.
1: Yeah. Everybody's stressed out. And I and I think that had something to do with it. I think that and I know I know Chris likes to get his get his two cents out there. And, you know, he wants to get his aggression out there. That's why we call <laughs> it fucking therapy. podcast therapy. <laughs> so but you know if I'm being honest with you, man, like I, I think that you you and her just kind of have to like leave it for now and Kind of just let things yeah, like I'm, cool off. I'm and maybe, maybe I'm like venting. when this, I don't want anything bad to maybe, happen
2: to her, and I don't, I don't wish anything bad to happen to her or anything like that. You know, you know, there's people in my past that like, like I hope you get hit by a fucking truck. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, not her. You know, what I'm saying it's sort well, of like, I mean, you know what? We gave it a shot. It didn't fucking work. You know, and I mean, am I getting nasty about it? Yeah, I'm getting a little nasty about it because I do. I because you know it fucks with your head mentally. You know why you're getting this, you know why you're getting
1: nasty you know It's because you yeah, actually you feel hurt. Cause
2: someone's saying, that, you're like, so, what's, what their actions are saying is, I'd rather be here with these people that treat me like shit than to be with you who will treat me like a queen. And I'm like, am I, I that mean, of a fucking repulsive person that you'd rather be with them instead of me? But, you know. I mean,
1: if you, if you want me to be honest with you, if you want me to be honest with you, like, what it is is, and this is this has happened to me is you know they come from somebody they came from somebody that previously they dated that treated them like absolute crap and in most cases it's even more it's even worse than what it was before you know and my ex i feel like that that was a lot of the problem was is you know if i raised my voice or i said something like to her like she felt like I was abusing her or verbally abusing, like verbally abusing her, not like abusing her. But, you know, and, and you know, when you're put into a situation where you were hurt so badly and, you know, like I said, I, I feel like there were I feel like it was worse than what she had actually told me. Um, it, It's it's one of those situations, Chris, where, you know, that they and especially in this time where you're all shut in you know it's it's one of those situations where you sit there and you go oh fuck like she she doesn't know how to react to this and that and that's clearly and you're you're not saying everything which is good um but you know i feel like based on what you've told me and obviously we're not going to get into it on this podcast um it, it feels like basically you know this this coronavirus is kind of put something put it higher than what it should have been because before this happened you guys were in a really good relationship and you guys were interacting very well and i feel like this just activated something to where she flipped out and instead of instead of like you know maybe you know just walking away for a minute and then coming back and being like look i'm sorry based on what she's gone through in her life that has that's the reason why she reacted the way she did. And that's why I'm saying, like, I think cooler heads should kind of just, you know, I, I know you're getting your aggression out. That's what you <laughs> fucking do. Okay. That's what you fucking do. I can't stop you from doing that, but that's why I kind of got to cut you off and be like, listen, let, let, let's see what happens. Okay. Because you guys were really good together. I hate to say that. Like, dude, you said you've had some, I mean, I don't want to go too far, but you have some, some, some shitty. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this one was not a shitty ex. And I feel like that's what happened. I mean, but to your point where you were saying you can't you know at a certain point you got to kind of just walk away and stop that's happened to me dude you know like I I for a, for like a year I tried I tried to get get my ex back and again that's it's it's been it's been you know what I mean like I don't want I don't want anybody to think that I'm not, you know whatever but it's it's I tried. I tried everything. I helped her out when she needed help. I did everything that I could. And still she didn't she didn't make the effort to bring me back in. And I would try to. But you know, you also ha- can't just obsess over somebody. You know what I mean? You got to do things for you to make your life better. And by the way, I've done that. But you know, I mean shit, I cleaned my whole fucking apartment. I tore it apart and cleaned underneath my bed and everything and moved everything out of the thing my my current girlfriend's like i have never had a guy clean a house before clean clean their place before i'm like well guess what there's something different that would make you know my ex chris like that she would sit there and be like who the <laughs> fuck are you like and, and and by the way it wasn't that i didn't want to clean it was just i would clean and i felt like she was just like well that's nice i'm gonna re-clean everything you just did yeah you know what i mean and it felt like the effort wasn't like there wasn't any recognition for the effort you know what I mean? Like I always recognized her effort, and it was just, you know, it, it it came to a point where it was just like, I'm gonna push push this away. And I'll and I'll be honest with you, you know, I've I don't want to come on here anymore and kind of bash my ex just based on what's going on. I, I don't want that. I don't want that like bad karma. I've kind of decided that I don't want to do that. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm concerned about our little one because. You know, I I mean, you know, the situation with the little one, if anybody's susceptible to this virus and that's a that's a whole nother thing we can talk about at a different time. But, you know, that's I'm worried about her. I'm worried about that little girl. Like, is she going to be okay? Hopefully nobody's coming in and out of that house. Mm -hmm. I would hope because I don't want her exposed to anything because God forbid if she gets the coronavirus, Mm -hmm. man and I, and she ends up getting you know dying as a result man i i don't know if i'm going to be right for a while like that you know that that little girl was was basically like my daughter yeah. in a sense you know and it, it 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 kind of hurts me so and you know we go we all go through this mental you know this mental thing of this trauma that we go through when we're, when we're in relationships and the good relationships. So basically what I'm just trying to say to you, Chris is, you know, let, let things kind of cool down for now. Let's see what happens. You know, if, if she really did like you and she really wants to be in your life, she will if make you contact. Let someone with you. set it
2: free. If you love something, send it free. They come back <laughs> run like hell.
1: <laughs> I mean, my ex came, my ex, we, we, me and my ex broke up one time and then she came back and then we were together for, like four years after that so i mean you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's not but it's it's
2: I mean, it's uh, look, it happens and i and let's fully understand it i'm just telling my side of the fucking story you know there's his side her side and the truth you know chris I, me, look I, I, I understand that, that what i'm saying here is my point of view this is everything from my you know uh, and now of course if you hear that story again told with emotion (laughs) and told without logic i'm pretty sure i'm the fucking villain i'm the fucking bad guy i'm pretty sure when she tells other people if if there are people asking her what happened to us i'm pretty sure in her fucking in her eyes i'm the fucking i'm the scumbag i'm the guy who couldn't who couldn't you know couldn't deal with her and her 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 issues and all this other shit and i threw her i threw her to the side and all this other shit i'm pretty sure i'm the bad guy when she tells the fucking story You
1: know, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm used to being the bad guy. I I don't think, (laughs) I I don't think either one of you were the bad guy or the bad girl in the situation. I think that the coronavirus has turned all of us into fucking whatever. And look, if I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Chris, I don't think you did anything wrong in this situation. You know, obviously we're not saying everything on this podcast, but, but again, the like evil based on what you've told me,
2: narcissistic gaslighter, sociopath. <laughs> come on, that's what I do. It's my thing. No. <laughs> it is your thing,
1: but I, 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 I got to tell you, man, I, I don't, I don't think that this was your fault. Yeah,
2: you I know what I mean. Look, you know, it is what it is, and, and you know, uh, and 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 quite frankly, I mean, I'm talking about it because it's in my notes, and of course, I kind of just wanted to get it out there. Um, I, you know, once again, other, other other than just the fucking rejection, I mean, look, the rejection fucking hurts, breakups hurt and stuff like that, you know, but I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm obsessing over it. I'm talking about it on the show because it's something major that happened in my life. I can't just like, you know, we talked about her for the past two episodes and then this episode all of a sudden, you know, oh, by the way, you know, we broke up and then nothing, you know, and I am passionate about it. Yeah, I'm a little passionate about it, but, um, you know, it's just, it's just another fucking... It's another giant lump of shit <laughs> that has rolled downhill on top of me. Um, but I think with that, is there anything else you want to add before we go or before we go to break? Okay. No, we can do
1: it after the break. I got some things and I can talk about. And we'll be about. back with more dick and fart jokes. This
3: episode of 2 Strangers 1 Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc., 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1.
4: Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, uh, necrophilia. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't, don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, Prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore.
0: I am... in the most sincerest of is disappointed in you.
4: It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could it's get out of it.
0: unimaginable. Here. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie.
2: all right, and we're back. All right, Paul, and I forgot to fucking mention this at the top of the episode, but um, in a couple of days, I mean, we're releasing this. You know, it'll be mid mid April. It'll be the eight year anniversary of Two Strangers One Podcast. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, and we still aren't even on Spotify. We're gonna have to fix that. After and this you know, episode. And, well, and the whole thing is, like I said, my life hasn't changed. I, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. I I've been working on some projects behind the scenes and i don't want to talk about them without jinxing anything but you know uh i'm working on a really fucking cool project which which uh i've I've made some leeway in and 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 that's super exciting um you know i've always you know my big thing was getting a i I wanted to get a patreon started for the podcast but you know i've been so busy with like work and then when work is done i feel like so like oh like fucking like like uh you know, all the all all the well, well, now you all the wind is I out I of my feel. sails that like, you know, I want to do a Patreon, yeah. you know, and, and stuff like that, but it's just like you know, I I I don't have the fucking energy. I really don't, you know, and, and so I mean, you know, and it's so easy to fucking distract yourself and You know, I like, I like doing, like, I sing online, I do those stupid smeal videos, or, you know, or, uh, the other day I did the six fan art drawing. Like, it's very easy to sit back and relax and just let yourself get distracted and kind of, you know, put stuff on the back burner. And, uh, but I mean, I want, I've been wanting to do the Patreon forever. Um, you know, maybe, so you have a Patreon? No, no, I'm i haven't done it yet. But I mean, that's, that's oh. the whole thing. Is like, you know, I, part of my plans was I was gonna get shit in my life organized, and then, you know, then start working on the Patreon. Um,
1: well, see, you also have some New York Comic Con stuff you can send me too. There, we yeah, there's New done. York
2: Comic Con stuff that we still haven't gotten into, which I'm fucking, I've, I've already, I've given it up in my head. I'm like, there's gonna be no Comic Con here. It's like, you know, because everything else is getting pushed back. And I'm like, I, like, there's no way things. I don't think I mean, things are going to get what is organized that? by October. I really, I honestly don't.
1: That's October. I think. I, I honestly think that it will. It may still happen, but if if the coronavirus comes back in full force around that time, it exactly, probably that'll won't be the happen. time. Yeah, that's and, exactly.
2: You know, when things are when um when uh you know they were they, they are expecting a resurgence in – in the fall because of, that's just the cold season again and so like i mean like, we'll I'm, see. Like, you we'll know see to have a bunch of people in a place. and a funny thing is you know obviously you know every year new york comic con has expanded 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 you know it's all the way out to fucking madison square garden and roseland ballroom and 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 a couple other theaters in the area you know but are people really going to fucking want to be sitting in concentrated places? You know, no. I, I, I mean, probably probably me wrong. I fucking love comic con. I'll go in a fucking space suit if I have to,
1: but <laughs> I mean, there's, there's anime NYC that's, that's after a New York comic con that I was, I was thinking because I'm not going to be able to go to a con this year. You know, I was thinking, fuck it. I'll go to anime NYC this year. And I, I don't even know if that's going to happen. So, I mean, we'll end up, we'll, we'll see. I mean, who knows at this point what I, what I, you know, I guess we can kind of get into like some of the things that I've been having to do. I can't really talk about too much about my job. I'm going to save that for a podcast after everything opens back up. So I can kind of go talk about that because it'll be after the fact. And I think if I talk about it after the fact, none of my bosses are going to be like, you're fucking fired. Um, <laughs> so um, obviously, with all this happening, my kid's mm-hmm. out of school. So, and I'm not going to say what school district he goes to. If you follow my social media, you may see that every once in a while, but man, these teachers have just, it's like they're throwing a bunch of stuff against the wall and saying, fucking do it. And like my son is on the autism mm-hmm. scale, the lower end of the autism scale, but still he gets, he'll, he'll do, he'll do work, but then he'll get to a point where it's like, all right, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And it's, to me, I'm like, how do I, like, how do you expect a kid to do this and get this done? When, first of all, I'm trying to teach him how to do it and go along with him with the activities, because that's the only thing I can really do at this point. But also, like, you know, I I feel like they're not learning the way that they should be learning. You're just throwing stuff at them and expecting them to do it. And, even and, and then and then holding over all of this, Chris, is I feel like he's not gonna be able to get everything done, mm-hmm. maybe. But here's the thing. Are you just gonna move move these kids on up anyways? Like at this point there's no regions exam, there's no really like main exams at this at the end of the year, because they've canceled it here in New York State. So what's the fucking yeah. point? <laughs> like like if you're going to move these kids up, which they're probably going to do because they're going to let the seniors graduate, yeah, social promotion. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? It's it's such a fucking and and it takes it because like sometimes you'll want to record or Sketch and, and CJ from the tsunami faithful want to record over the fucking weekends sometimes, and I'm like, guys, I got my kid, I I got to concentrate on this work, and then I'm mentally mm-hmm. exhausted because I'm trying to get him to do work, you know. And then, you know, my kid, I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe my kid has a sleeping issue because around five o'clock he gets tired. And I'm just like, and I can't take him to a doctor because, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm just Hospital like,
4: for like, yeah, like
1: no. and, and I don't know if that's maybe just him because he's on the autism scale and I'm throwing a bunch of homework at him. He's just getting tired. And because of that mental exhaustion like I do, he gets stressed out. And by dealing with it, he'll get tired and fall mm-hmm. asleep. So, i I don't know and and it's and it's really really fucking irritating because it's like you're not teaching these kids and and he's in a small school district so on top of that they don't have the apparatus to fucking do the learning correctly and they're not communicating properly. and it's just like oh
2: like i just want to choke somebody (laughs) i just want to fucking choke somebody because it's your parent and it's like you know, and not, uh, luck that I'm trying to cop out to anything, but one, like, a guy like, you know, well, you're lucky enough you still have your job. You know, I, I work from home. I'm exhausted. Well, and like, my daughter right now, uh, like, how they were, have things in, in Rochester's, uh, district is sort of like, um, the kids have like a Google account. Every, every kid yes. in Rochester has a Google account. No, mine, mine and, does. And, too. and you mine know, they're too. supposed to sign into their account and like, there's like activity sheets for them and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, but you know, during the day, you know, I, I, the days that she's with her mom, you know, there's three other kids in that house and, 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 you know, one parent, you know, with three kids. And of course, you know, you would, you know, oh, but a teacher has 30 kids or whatever, but you know, that's, that's one thing. And it's all, they're all different ages and stuff like that, you know, and then when she comes to my house, I'm working and it's like, you know, I can't. Yeah give her the attention she needs to focus on school because i'm trying to fucking keep a roof over but, my head yeah you know?
1: but but the the problem is chris is like your little girl is still in elementary yes, school yeah. right so my kids in in the last year of middle school and they're just like throwing stuff at him and it's actual work it's not just like oh watch a video or color an activity sheet or whatever like he's actually doing work and it's like like you you expect these kids to do it, but if like, for example, my my ex didn't have a good internet connection. So when he was at the beginning of all this, when he was coming over the weekends, that's the only time I could get this work done. And then these then these teachers were like, well, the the, the, the dates, the due dates aren't are fluid. so if if you you know need more time to do it, it's fine. and then but then they would harass, my ex because the app that they're they're actually communicating in i can't have work on my fucking phone and i have an iphone by the way so that's fucked up (laughs) (laughs) like i'm like i'm like you know like why are you pressuring like stop like you're not helping like if you want his work to be done here's my phone number call Mm -hmm. call me like and by the way if he's not getting things done and, and one of the teachers is actually pretty good at this send me it And I will make sure he gets it done the next time I have him, because otherwise I don't have it and I can't give it to him. I give it to them. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's just it's very, very irritating because you can't do work. And that's that's what kind of pisses me off. And, you know, we also have, um, you know, like what else? There's well and, 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 you know, it it helps, too, that I have, you know, I'm only working 20 hours Uh a week now. Which And I'm still getting my full pay and my full benefits. And, again, I, I'll, I'll explain all that on a different podcast once all this is over. But, um yeah, I'm like – I sit there and I go, huh, okay, this is – I'm actually being – have more time. But then I'm taking my, my mom to the store mm-hmm. to get stuff because she needs to get food. And I have to continue, and I had to yell at her and tell her, you can't go out of the house without a mask and gloves on because you're not going to be fucking touching and getting exposed mm-hmm. to shit. Um, so it, it's good because, you know, I'm able to do that too. I'm able to have time to do that too. But then I'm trying to fit all this work into all of that, and it, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, and don't get me wrong, I, lo- I love my son, and I don't want this to come off like I'm being. I'm complaining and bitching about something, but dude, it is, it's very frustrating to try to get this stuff done. And work is not even a problem for me. It's just, it's just frustrating that I may be doing all this work and he's still going to pass on for no reason. Yeah. I got what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it, and it's just like, why stress these kids out with all this work, which is what it is. Then, you know, just letting it, like, you know, just giving them small pieces of work. That's not what they're, that's not what some of these teachers are doing. And it's, and I want to rip my fucking hair, what, what left I have of yeah. my hair out. And
2: it uh, so, is, and it's activity sheets. What, I, who the fuck has a printer? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: you yeah, know, the teachers that school, too.
2: You know, there's a, there's a printer. There's someone downstairs. You can print up your stuff, whatever. Oh, my favorite part,
1: my favorite mm-hmm. part about it, Chris, is you were talking about Google. So the, they, they do all their classwork on fucking Google classroom not not google classroom google, google docs so their form of powerpoint their form of fucking word mm-hmm. and all that and they want him just to put it in a sheet and i'm like so that way they can edit it and i'm like are you fucking kidding me right now <laughs> like i'm like i, I want to print it out so i can see it so that he can do it and then i'll scan it and send it to you and it's just like uh so yeah it, it's it's very excuse me very very annoying and it's very it's it's starting to get to me because i'm just like you know i i really hope that all of this is for not i mean cuomo hasn't really k- closed down all the schools our fucking county executive is saying that he's probably not going to open up schools for the rest of the year but yeah i don't know i i i i wish they would just say the schools mm-hmm. are closed and then they don't have to do any more work yeah
2: I mean, it, I That's mean, but I it also just goes to show you that fucking Wi-Fi is a resource. Like, uh, Wi-Fi is a, is not a resource. That's a, um, I mean, it is a resource, obviously. I mean, uh, um, like electricity and water. You know what I'm saying? We live in a world where nowadays, you know, w- you know, I'm lucky enough where I have Wi-Fi in my house and stuff like that. What about parents that don't have legit Wi-Fi? I mean, yeah, you have something, you have stuff on your phone and stuff like that. You can have data on your phone and, you know, but like, you know, you have a household where, you know, mom has a fucking, you know, a boost mobile phone, you know, and, you know, and dad has a prepaid whatever, you know, uh, whatever the, whatever the Walmart version of the phones are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, it's, it's hard enough having a kid at home because kids get easily distracted. You put a kid in front of a computer and you know and they're going to be looking at tiktoks and fucking youtube videos and all this other shit you know but you know it, it comes to show that that it, it this is a it's a legit um why am i co- i'm coming short on the word you know it's it's resources isn't the word i'm looking for but you know it's a it's 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 a thing that that all homes need and you know and especially in a time like this where you know the kids are supposed to get some sort of education you know uh, you know there are there are people out there. You know we talk. There's people out there that don't even have fucking food. But I mean, for the time being, you know, if you're trying to if you're trying to maintain some sort of semblance of of, of normalcy, you know, these kids need the kids need Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it, it should Wi-Fi internet and Wi-Fi isn't a luxury. It's a utility. That's the word I was going for. Utility.
1: Well, that's I think that's going to be the next thing that ends up happening is we're going to start looking at because i'm going to be honest with you before we even look at healthcare we need to start looking at internet as a utility and like you were saying and i think i think that's the first thing that we have to kind of look at but there again you know part of the problem is is a lot of these cities don't have big apparatus to do that i mean look at look at um what's the one it's called um it's not spectrum it's not to, obviously we have spectrum around here but then um what is that other one? It's called Green something. Um, is it
2: Google Green or something? Am I confusing that with something else?
1: No, 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 no. Um, it's the internet service. It, it's got like really good like traffic and everything. I can't think of what the name of it is off the top of my head. Um, uh, green wire or some?
2: I don't know. But that's. I mean, that's basically internet. I mean, that's like cell phone internet, you know. But not that that's a bad thing. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, let me look it up here. I'll I'll look it up real quick cuz I, I definitely yeah, want
2: to. You know, it's hard, you know, it's hard it's hard for me to give my daughter the focus she needs.
1: Oh, Greenlight Greenlight Networks, Greenlight, that's okay. what it is. Basically, they, they don't have the setup where they they're all the way through um Rochester, but now that they've actually partnered with somebody, they've been expanding it out um a lot more. But the the point that I was trying to make and I'm sorry for dragging that on for a minute, but you know, it, it it's it, you know, we need to have internet here that's cheap. You know, fifty dollars a month for like, like, two hundred megabits or gigabytes or whatever per for mm-hmm. second. Like, I don't see why that can't be a thing. You know what I mean? Like, just do it. You know, that's just do it, and it'll be fine. And I, I think, I think that's that is definitely what's needed because you know, like people like my ex don't have it, and they're not going to get it because it's expensive. Yeah and it sucks for my kid but it is what yeah. it is and you know again you know it, it there, there's other things too but you know when you have like you were saying when you have like my ex has two other kids his brothers those aren't my kids but that's neither there mm-hmm. <laughs> nor there um they you know it, it, it's like how are you supposed to do that with all these other kids as well. So I, I get what you're saying. It, it's just, it's really hard. It's kind of fucked up. Nobody was prepared for this. So even if they just get a small amount of work in, but my son has done a lot of work, mind you, you know, you should be moving these kids on no matter what. And that's the way I think it needs to happen. And hopefully, hopefully it does. And you know, that I, I just, that's just my bitch. That's my, <laughs> that's my like fucking bitch. The other bitch that I had, and we were talking about this off the podcast mm-hmm. as well is Over the weekend, there was some kind of where two people got into it in the city and one person ended up dying and they wanted to have a vigil, a vigil or whatever, vigil, funeral, whatever Uh procession and a group of, what was it, 30 to 50 people show up on a street corner Mm -hmm. and the mayor said it was okay. And the police were like, oh, it was okay. Now, apparently there was this threat of if they didn't if they weren't allowed to do
2: it, there was gonna be
1: violence
2: and what yeah, well, not, let me just rewind there for a second. You know, and and unfortunately, okay. you know, and I've mentioned this before the podcast also is that, you know, I'm familiar I'm familiar with that corner only because I've in the past I've had to deal with someone with substance abuse problems <laughs> here in Rochester. And that is a notorious corner for drugs and for drug sales and, and drug usage. And so let's, let's not, let's not, let's not pass over the fact that the reason people were having a visual vigil there the other night was because the night before one guy stabbed another guy. <laughs> so yeah. this isn't exactly a v- it, like, uh, was, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say the the nicest way to put it. It wasn't like it was two fucking angels. You know, wasn't some like you know that you know a a, a fucking satellite fell out, of the, fell out of the sky and 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 killed these people. Uh, you know, uh, people up to criminal activity escalated and it led to a death. You know, and then once again in this notoriously uh, crime-ridden corner, there was and I've you know they showed it on the news or whatever. You know, a large group of people sitting outside of the fucking corner store. With the bottles of fucking Cavassier and the fucking candles and the balloons and all this other shit. And it's like in this time of social fucking distancing, you know, and, and, you know, and it's it hurts me because, you know, one of the big things that have been coming out in the news also is this saying that, you know, black and Hispanic communities are getting hit harder uh, per, you know, per capita, whatever, you know, than traditional white communities. And, you know, when shit like this happens, when, and don't be wrong, you know, people have to pay their respects. But you know what? There's people, there's people nowadays where their family members are in the fucking hospital and they can't pay their last respects because, uh, you know, the, the, they can't even go to the hospital, you know, because the, the hospitals keep, so why is, why are people being, allowed to meet in the streets and once again it was it's like a like a threat to the city like oh if you don't let us uh you don't let us have this memorial service you know we're gonna create a problem and it's like it it, it, you know it shows that once again it's a series of bad fucking decisions and and that's not you know this all started because of a bad decision and everyone coming out just Fucking perpetrates perpetuates the fucking bad decisions one after another, and you know what's not this, you know all of these churches now, these churches that didn't wanna didn't wanna uh uh, uh uh social distancing and stuff like that, all these preachers now are coming up with fucking uh you know are 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 being diagnosed with coronavirus.
1: Well, and that's that's the thing, Chris. Is listen, first of all, I don't want anybody to get offended. Okay, I don't I don't think anybody had the coronavirus there i'm not going to ever say that the coronavirus was there i'm not even going to say that i hope some people had it what i'm saying is is i hope nobody at that event had any coronavirus whatsoever i hope that those people that were there were didn't have it at all because here's the problem chris if you look at the map for monroe county for where all these um coronavirus the the positive coronavirus yeah. cases are a lot of them are in the city and that's smack dab in one of those zones and let me tell you something there, that that means 50 to 100 people in that zone have had have coronavirus or had it so what does that well, tell you Chris? Thing, is they, it, it, some if, of these people you're could have living your
2: life like this is a fucking vacation Because there are people who there are people who are treating this fucking they're they're not social distancing, and they're treating this like this is this a break from work? This is a break from school. This is a break from, you know. And you don't do the right thing, and then you know you go now. If you're that dumb to go to a a vigil, and don't be wrong, I have family members. You know, I love members of my family. I'm not gonna go to their vigil if they died right now. I got families. I got family members in. I got family members yeah. in New York City. I love them to death. If they died right now, I'm not gonna go to their. I'm not gonna go to their wake. I'm not gonna go because I'm not gonna put myself and the people I care about, other family members, in 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 harm's way because of this. And it, it breaks my fucking heart. Oh, I agree. And 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 you know and and you know what? if the shoe was on the other foot, if I fucking drop dead, don't you dare have a fucking meeting in my name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put me, throw me in the fucking ground and call it a fucking day. You know, don't you dare have any kind of, you know, and, you know, and, and trust me, I'm not going anywhere, <laughs> What I'm saying is, is, is if I, you know, if I was to be unfortunate enough to catch some shit, don't you dare have a fucking memorial service with a bunch of people, you know what I'm saying? I mean, me, have fun, do something online or whatever, have a zoom or whatever the case may be, you know, that's cute and fun, but, you know, to put people's lives in danger, the, the you know, how, how, how dare you? feel so self-important that you think that's you know you want people to to, to meet up or whatever because you passed that like you know and, and with with the current state of affairs you're worth you know you're, it's I'm glad that you're dead if you think people should come to your fucking funeral at this fucking time maybe you shouldn't be fucking alive you know and if you're making a bad enough decision to go to a, a memorial thing now what's well, not to say you do not go and visit your grandmother you don't go and say you go to grandma's house or whatever because grandma makes, you know, grandma's making dinner. And now you're asymptomatic because you're young and healthy, but you're carrying it and you go and you kiss your grandmother on the cheek. And now you give her fucking coronavirus what? because your dumbass had and, to go and, to a fucking vigil and hug 10 fucking people. And, and, and it, and it, and it
1: kills me because there's so many people dying in New York City right now that they're burying them on a fucking island because nobody's claiming the bodies. And so if they're not allowed to claim if some of these people aren't even claiming these bodies because and it could be because, you know, they they can't because they don't want to get sick. Like, why are you allowed to go out there because you threaten some kind of violence? I'm I'm sorry, Chris, but if I were the mayor of the city of Rochester and you did that, I'd be like, "Okay, you're under arrest for threatening violence." Yeah. And I would have told the police officers, I would have been like, "I want every single person that is threatened arrested, throw them in jail for a night." separate them so that they're not going to if they have coronavirus they can't contaminate anybody but guess what look if you're going to threaten violence
2: there's no tolerance but I'm, i mean imagine you but you know now I mean? then you now now and, and look you know and that and i'm certainly not playing devil's advocate but the funny thing is let's just say you go and you do arrest all those people now they're all in jail stuck in a cell in a holding cell certainly not social distancing <laughs> You know, it's like, you know, the, no, the system but, and, right now isn't handled, isn't ready to take in a group of 50 people, you know, without there being, you know, what are you going to do? Put, put, a, I mean, they, they eventually, person, an individual they eventually in a police broke car. This up. But I'm just saying is, I'm just, you know, logistically, the funny thing is if you wrestle those people, you're going to stick them in a cell where they're all fucking three feet from each other anyway.
1: <laughs> and, and here's the thing that kills me is it got taken down from social media and obviously some of the radio stations and. You know, others put the put the video back up, but they put the video back up because they're like, "You guys need to see this because people are being stupid." That's that's the, like people people have been 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 like, "Well, they're closing the parks and whatever," and I'm like, "You know why they closed that park? Because people are being fucking idiots and going to that park." Had to
2: take park. down basketball hoops in in New York City.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they did I think here, they but
2: also, because I I had, I had someone it, it, had mentioned it here in right. Rochester, and it's sort of like, you know. And I understand in the beginning, like
1: they had to restrict the fucking uh, playgrounds in yeah. the city. Like, are you people fucking cr- stupid? Like, and by the way, when I say you people, don't <laughs> take that as a racist thing either. It, I'm just saying, it like, I, I don't understand, it like, why
2: in this beautiful it weather my daughter wants to go out, and she under, she's smart enough, she understands what's going, on. but that doesn't stop her from being a kid. A kid is a kid, and a kid wants to go out and spend energy okay. and and go out and do something yeah. fun. And and once again, I'm lucky enough where she's a she's old enough now where she understands, but she still wants to go out. A kid wants to go outside. You know, a kid wants to play, you know, and, and let's just say we do. I do take her outside. OK, but you can't interact with anybody. You know, it's like it, it, it's just it's so fucked up right now. And luckily, right now, I'm lucky enough where my daughter is smart enough where she knows how to she knows how to get on her mom's phone. And she'll reach out to me on Messenger, and she'll reach out to my mother on Messenger. And, and my daughter's smart enough where she can talk to my, and you know, and my, and my daughter calls my mother every day. Or damn near every day. And, you know, and it's a beautiful thing or whatever. And, 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 you know, but, you know, some people don't have that luxury. What if my mother didn't have, I mean, of course, we, we could always have just a good old fashioned phone call, you know, but, you know, I'm lucky enough where, you know, my mom, who is not a technological person, but you know, you know, my my brother helped her out and got her a fucking you know a smartphone that you know she can know how to you know use and you know all this other shit. So, you know, at least you know they have, you know, my mom has it. Some people don't have that, and and you know, and my daughter and 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 right now, when the time, even when they fucking give us the green light, we're I'm gonna when my daughter sees my mother again. If it happened, you know, and let, let's also fucking put it in the head that there's a possibility that, that may not ever happen ever again. You know, uh, you still kind of have to put in a mentality that, you know, what if my daughter's asymptomatic? What if I'm asymptomatic? You know, I don't want either one of us to be carrying, you know, and like, you know, we have to fucking, like, I'm going to have to get medically cleared to go see my own fucking mother, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's so fucking sad. And, and, you know, the people that are, Doing this dumb shit and going out to a a, a, a totally useless memorial service, you know. What I'm saying for, for the fact that for the sake of you know, like it's, no one's gonna tell wait, me what wait, to do or whatever. You, you know? it, it's
1: it's not it's not that it's useless. It's it's the fact that you felt the need to go out and fucking do a service, even though you know that you if some with one of those people that goes is affected, everybody could be affected yeah. by it. You put people in danger, and that's the problem. You're not thinking straight. And that's why these fucking parks and playgrounds and everything are getting shut down. It's because these fucking people aren't and, doing and, and what and they're supposed to, to be doing.
2: What do you do? You hug your you hug your friends, you hug your family you know, you hug everybody that's the Hierarchy. whole thing. In a normal situation, <laughs> before the fucking world went to hell, you go to a, you go to memorial service, you give everyone a hug. How you doing? How you feeling? This and this and that. You know, you're you're within close proximity. You're holding someone's hand. People are crying. There's fucking fluids there. Kissing. All this shit. And it's like everything you're not supposed to be fucking doing. Some people revel. Some people love making bad fucking decisions. Some people love doing the wrong fucking thing because you tell them if if you tell them. Here comes the back to the gaslighting. <laughs> you tell them, don't do that. <laughs> you know, you know, you, the logic says, don't fucking do that. And they're like, you're not going to tell me I love this person and I'm going to respect their wishes and I'm going to, and I'm going to show them how much I love them by meeting up with these people in the street. And you let your emotions get the better of you. You know, uh, you know what? Guess what? Now you've made things ten times worse because now you're making everybody sick. You know, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, it, it's fucking so annoying.
1: It, it's, it is, it is what. It is what it is, man, and, uh, you know, I just, I I don't, I I just don't, I I don't get it. I, I don't, like, I don't understand why people, there are people out there that are not following what they should be following, you know, like, just do your, do, do what you need to do to make sure that you are not, you know what I mean, like, hurting people, because that's the problem. By you doing what you just did, you might have caused 50 people to get the virus. Now our number is going to jump up and we can't open because of you fuckers. Like, that's the problem that I have. And, you know, when we talk about opening this back up as soon as possible, you know what I mean? Like, you can't do that if we jump 50 people. Because now, if they come to my movie theater, for example, and we're open, now they're going to affect everybody. Which I'm gonna be honest with you. By the way, I I really I really fucking hope that they that they do what I th- what I hope they do, and that's anybody that comes in the movie theater has to have a mask on, or they're not allowed in the theater until this is all over. I think that's that's the best thing to do. You know, mask don't require gloves, but at least have the mask on. But you know, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. I I just I, I feel like this isn't gonna be.
2: Well, I mean, luckily, right now Rochester hasn't been mandated for masks. You know, I went, like I said, I went shopping today, and I. No, they did, they did, they
1: did. Actually, meant by eight p.m. Wednesday night, everybody that's considered an essential worker that that um, interacts with the public has oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah, No, I'm masks. sorry.
2: I meant to say, like, there's some, there's some counties here, and like, I, I had a friend in Florida that it happened near him, and there's a couple places. Where like, you can't go outside without a mask. Like, it's against the law to be outside without a mask right now. And, uh, and, and like, you know, so, I mean, luckily we haven't gotten to that point. And of course, yeah, workers, that's a whole other story. Yeah, absolutely. Cause those people have to be outside, but I think there's places, I, mean, I could be wrong, but I, I, I'm pretty sure the way I read it is that like, if you're leaving your house, you better have something covering your, your mouth, you know, and, you know, it's going to get to that point, you know, like hopefully, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> but you know you know Neither it's, it's gonna get to that point where but, we have you know. to fucking you know and i i had my bandana today and it's weird i'm walking into a i'm walking into a wegmans you know a wegmans everyone's got to stick up their ass because everyone thinks they're all fancy schmancy and i got a bandana around my fucking face like i'm like like i'm fucking okay corral <laughs> you know what I'm saying? and, and i don't mind you i ordered a mask where's my where's my mask coming from it's coming from china um you know i ordered one that's like a I mean, it's like a motorcycle mask. It's sort of like a a thing that you wear, like you know, it, it's supposed to be to keep dirt and stuff like that from you breathing it in. But I mean, something. Well, is I'm better actually,
1: than nothing, I actually know? just, I actually ordered like um twelve um washable fabric masks from a company that I've bought t-shirts uh-huh. from before, and I'll be having those because I'm I'm gonna start going out with a mask once I get those. But, you know that's that's something that i yeah, think we need to do from now on i mean that's the only thing you can really do at this point point. and you know just don't sell out your theaters either that's that's what you're gonna have to do you're gonna have to social distance everybody so
2: well i mean you know but the rumor was and i don't know if we mentioned this last episode but like you know uh by the time things come around where they reopen the theaters like you know uh, look i love going to the movies but even i'm apprehensive you know, and and they're gonna need. Well, like the rumor was that I read, and and I don't, there's no truth to this whatsoever. But it, I mean, the argument makes sense that like, you know, what if they re-release Endgame and Avatar and and Star Wars there's... Episode Nine? You know, like they they release like the blockbusters sort of to be like, hey everybody, come on back, you know, so come come see these well so
1: so movies. What they did, what they did over in China, and this is where this rumor came up, and this is probably actually how movie theaters over here will do it. I, I have no yeah, knowledge, so I can't confirm nor deny this. But there's the feeling that they may have, and at least my CEO has said this in, a, in an article in Deadline. Um, by the way, fuck trolls, world tour <laughs> for uh, putting their shit out on digital. Fuck well, them. Uh, um,
2: we'll talk about that in a second. But we'll go on.
1: But they um. Basically, what happened was is they uh is they're they're probably gonna do they're gonna we're gonna do at least a soft opening. <laughs> so I would assume that they'll probably do something like that, but I, I don't know if it'll be more like recent movies and everything will be like a dollar, or if they'll decide like some of these these movie companies will be like, hey, here's Avengers, have yeah, it again. Watch, you know if, what I mean? And if it's a dollar, you might get a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because The theory is is people have been cooped up for so long that people are just going to go anywhere to fucking get out of the house. So we'll see what happens. But, I mean, if you want to really talk about trolls, I can go up and down fucking this podcast. Because
2: you had made that post the other day, and it's like, I mean, they were expecting the movie to come out now, right? It's supposed to be out now. And it's sort of like it's up in the air with this fucking limb. We nobody has any fucking we don't even have like a viable end game end date so, so it's sort of like look i mean and it's sort of like hey you know what put it out there you know just if it makes so ten dollars it's ten dollars more than just sitting on a shelf somewhere or sitting on a sitting on a, on a so, server somewhere so, on a drive you know
1: the reason why like my ceo for example kind of went up against Universal and said, You guys are assholes for doing this, basically. He didn't say it that way, but that's basically (laughs) how I took it. Um, and I agree with him. Basically when you do this kind of thing and you don't move a movie like this back, you're hurting the industry. And I agree with that. Now, do I think that this movie would have done what it could have done? I I have my doubts on that because is this Trolls three or trolls two? I can't remember. (laughs) Yeah, I I can't remember if this is Trolls 2 or Trolls 3 or whatever the fuck it is. But you know, I, I don't see this movie doing huge I didn't I didn't see it doing huge amounts of business yeah. anyways. But and maybe that's why they released it on and, and it did and it is the number one, I guess of all time digital releases, which pisses <laughs> me off even more. Um but it's question is, is yeah, it can be the number one digital release, but how much money did it make? Did it make the hundred grand budget that you had? Because if it didn't, guess what? You still fucking lost. Ha ha. (laughs) Because honestly, that's that's the reason why. See, people don't understand. Like the reason why movies are still released in the theaters and why a lot of movies have been moved back is because they make millions on billions of dollars in the theater, and then they release it on DVD and Blu-ray, and they make another couple million plus whatever they get for somebody uh taking it and putting it on said service and then you know plus like in disney's case they put it up on disney plus so then more people buy the service see what Mm -hmm. i'm saying so why would you why would you exclude that so i think that that hurt them and and i keep forgetting that universal did move back fast and the furious till next year so i guess i can't really hate on them too much but at the same time they have minions coming up and i'm sitting here going are you going to fucking put that on on digital too? Because that's going to, because what's going to end up happening, Chris. And with the exception of, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute about AMC, um, which I don't work for AMC. So you guys can refer that to what you want, but um, they're going to get some lawyers put up in their face. If they keep releasing things on digital, because these movie theater chains are going to be like, hello, what are you doing? You're taking away product from the theater. Did all the other studios have moved shit back? Chris, Disney's moved everything back. The only thing that Disney's putting on demand is Artemis Fowl, and I'm going to be very mm-hmm. serious with you. None of us really thought that was going to do anything. They're, they're putting it on mm-hmm. uh, Disney Plus. I didn't think it was going to do any 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 business, anyways. Mulan, they haven't said anything about Mulan yet, but that's probably getting
2: moved back to yeah. July. And movie theaters I gonna think, be open before it, like movies before like July. Troll and Artemis Fowl. They were like they were gonna come out right now. So like. With all the money they've thrown into advertising and I mean more of trolls than anything, because trolls not for nothing, trolls has been advertised. Like I've seen it and I am not even the demographic. You know, I've seen tons of trolls fucking advertising before the whole world went to hell. So I mean I I'm not so much about Artemis Fowl, but you know, it's sort of but you know, they kind of released it now. It's like why why hold it up when you know, they they've they've had all this build up to it. You know, then for it to sit another sit on the shelves for another six months and, and lose whatever momentum they had, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, releasing it on digital's, you know, a big dent as opposed to releasing it in the theaters. But just fucking, you know, get it out there and see other movies like Fast and Furious, like now that we have now that we know shit's happening, now that we know shit's shut down, they don't have to. Put, you know, we don't need the teaser trailer right now, <laughs> you know, because you know a year before the movie comes out, they'll hit us with a teaser trailer. So you know, they don't have to give us, you know, all the hype and all this other b- bullshit, you know. And they, you know, they can they can build up a new hype for a new date somewhere in the future. Trolls that pandora was already out of the box you know what i'm saying you know the monster was already out the box uh you know uh same thing i mean artemis file i don't know about artemis file but i've heard about it but i mean you know uh onward i saw it onward on disney plus such a good fucking movie uh <laughs> you know I, I invisible man actually saw in theaters before all the shit and all the before the world went to hell um i think they just released um uh impractical jokers once that was the last movie i saw before the world went to hell um I saw that in the theaters. Uh, so and I think they just released it on Amazon. Well, I mean, there so, was they're, they're keeping momentum a... for the movies that like that was like the, tr- the the train was running, the train was going full steam. You know, okay, release them now on digital format because they've already they've already invested so much money in advertising. Later movies, you know what? All right, fine, we'll wait. You know, and at least like you know, Marvel they're pushing, they're slating everything backwards like one slot. You know, like where black widow was supposed to come out now or may or whatever now that's getting pushed back to like november and then the movie like then i think it was supposed to be like shang chi was supposed to be coming out in november that's getting pushed to like next year may or whatever i don't quote me on that but i'm saying is marvel was smart enough where they they, said look we'll just shove everything back a a peg
1: (laughs) right and and i think everything like most pretty much all the movies they were out when this when they closed the the -hmm. theaters down That's those have gone out into digital and that's fine because quite frankly, Chris, they weren't doing (laughs) shit anyways. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's it's a difference between and I was having this conversation the other day. It's a difference between and and this is something that people don't understand about movies that come out into the theaters these days. There are movies that that you look at the movie and you go, this movie should have just gone straight to like a Hmm. Netflix. And then and that's a lot of the movies, by the way. And then there's the movies you go, okay, this is definitely this is definitely should be in the movie theater. And, you know, the movies that I always sit there and go, they should just go to Netflix or something Mm -hmm. like that. Great. Go ahead. They weren't going to do any business anyways. Mm -hmm. But then when you got like a a Marvel movie or Mulan, you kind of sit there and you go, no, that should be in the movie theater. So that's kind of the balance they have to strike here. And, you know, that's that's basically just how it is, I guess. But um, I don't want to keep going too far. I do want to talk about AMC real quick and then we can if you got anything else, we can kind of fire it straight. But the one thing about AMC, <laughs> these fuckers aren't coming out of these. This they, they may not even open, Chris. Like, that's how bad the situation is. And by the way, I don't know anything beside, behind the scenes. Everything that. Is out there in the public about the articles that that have been written about this is true.
2: But I mean, uh, that's the information. You, uh, I I've, I've, I keep seeing AMC's going away. AMC, I why? What what have they have they made a big okay, step so somewhere
1: that I'm not fucking aware of? They did. They did. So unbeknownst to everybody, AMC was doing uh, really bad. Okay. It was doing really really bad. So what happened was is AMC. If you noticed if you notice about AMC's, when they buy a theater, they come in, they redo the theater, and then you know that just attracts a bunch of people to the theater. Here's the problem: after a while, you know people start going to the new theater that just got remodeled, or something else. Problem is, is you put all your capital into that, you have nothing to sustain yourself through this crisis.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they were already hurting before this crisis happened. This kind of put the nail in the coffin, so to speak. And the feeling is, is they're probably going to file for bankruptcy once everything reopens. Does that mean that every single theater will go away? No, I'm sure that my company and other big movie theater companies will come in and swoop in and, and buy their theaters. Oh, yeah. But you know, it's, it goes to show you why, you shouldn't bitch when your movie theater hasn't been updated yet because there's a reason, mm-hmm. and this is the exact reason. By the way, they bought a bunch of theaters so they could be the number one in North America. Maybe don't do that.
2: <laughs> they're trying to you be the I mean? Amazon of, so, like, you know, probably Amazon and Netflix. You know, exactly. these businesses, you know, they kind of spend money ahead of time with the long-term goal being like, oh, it'll it'll come back eventually. You know, I'm saying it looks like we're wasting money now. Well.
1: AMC is like a Chinese company, so they they thought that they could come in and dominate the American market when they didn't understand that you need to be smart about what they're doing. The company goes in, they look at these theaters, and this is what they do. And this is, nothing, this is nothing that's not public knowledge, so anything that I'm saying right now isn't something new. You may not have known it, but it's something that's always been out there. What they do is they go out and they say to these landlords, we need you to help upgrade our theater. If you're going to if you're going to help us great, we'll sign a new lease, we'll negotiate things and we're going to update the theater and everything will be fine. If the landlord says no, they walk away and they they're not going to sign a new lease and in, in most cases the landlord will come back with some money and they'll work something out and keep the theater and in some cases, which has happened, the theater ends up closing down. And that's because the landlord, whether it be in a mall or a plaza or whatever, doesn't want to fucking do it, put any money into helping. So that's what happens. That's how these companies strategically do it so they're not spending all their capital. AMC said, fuck it. We're just going to take our own money and invest it. And as a result, they fucked hmm. up. Now they're billions and billions of dollars in the hole. Their credit is like a – is is a C now and basically analysts are saying that they're going to get canned Mm -hmm. and that's because they, they built the company way too quickly and that's why they're, they're going to lose out. Now I'm not saying that there's not going to be some theaters that may not reopen in from my company, but there again, if that happens, it's because it's a theater that was probably going to close anyways. Mm -hmm. And again, like if you, if you signed a lease, that has something contingent on you have to you have to go through the whole you know the whole term of the lease before you can terminate it, kind of thing, or you're gonna spend you you're gonna have to spend a couple million. They may end up doing that. but if if they're close, if they're pretty much at the end of their lease, some of these theaters may not reopen. I don't see that happening in Rochester. I'll be honest with you. I don't see that happening in any other theaters as far as I know. But that goes to show you what I'm saying is like times are changing where tough decisions have to be had and that is mm-hmm. happening. So, but yeah, AMC is not going to probably, if they don't go, if they don't file for bankruptcy received right when they come out, mm-hmm. they probably will file very soon after that.
2: So I probably be like one of those things are yeah. like, like when, like when Radio Shack got bought out by like Sprint or some shit like that. Like, like they'll keep it called. They'll call it AMC, but it'll be owned by like the competition or some shit like, you know, or something like that. Well,
1: that one in, uh, I think the one in Irondale, there instead of it closing down, it, it just com- completely turned into a yeah. Sprint store. So, and and there again, I mean, it's probably going to end up turning into a T-Mobile store now because T-Mobile now owns yeah. Sprint. So, which by the way. Shout out to T Mobile for putting a, a, fucking call center here in Rochester, which is awesome. So I did not know that. You no, know, they're they're hiring like, I want to say they they I thought they said like ten thousand people, to fucking man their their uh, call center. You know where um it's 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 here in Henrietta. It's it's over there um it's over there off of Jefferson Road across from that uh, plaza.
2: Oh okay. I mean that's that is I mean that's. I was. I think that was the place that they were gonna. They were planning on if if we ever got Amazon up here, if I'm not mistaken. But I mean, but Rochester. Yeah, yeah we got okay, we got tons Amazon's, of call centers up here.
1: <laughs> Amazon's Amazon's writer is actually is right is right next to it, basically. Okay. So, so I mean, that's. I mean, it, it's it's it's. I mean, even though we're coming out of this this thing there's going to be more jobs here in rochester so that's a good thing but yeah i mean i just you know i I just want to make sure that you guys understand movie theaters are not going to they're going to reopen and we're all going to be good for those of you that know which movie theater i work at my theater is going to reopen trust me there's been some things that i've had to do since this since the closing that if if they're not reopening it i'm going to kind of be like then why did you have these things done so um but anyways, yeah. So you know, it's it's gonna be interesting for the movie theater industry. I don't foresee us getting mm-hmm. closed down. Hell, I I still think that, and I've talked about this before. Like my theater's probably gonna still get a remodel. I don't know if it'll be mm-hmm. this year, but
2: yeah. Every everything's been pushed back. Still- we just we just have to accept that everything everything you ever wanted to get done is gonna get pushed back. Um, yeah. All right, so let's see. Quick fire. Quick fire stuff. Anything else I wanted to talk about? Uh, I,
1: I mean, there's not really anything. Oh, you're not really. Days, but I'm just I just in general,
2: it. just um, I, two of my friends and guys that I trust and don't think are full of shit have said they've gotten their stimulus check or whatever whatever check you want to call it. You know, I'm I'm a little confused. Not that I'm confu- not concerned is that because last year since I now well I can I can kind
1: of answer that question for you actually. What is that? Um. The So the stimulus check started going out Saturday. Um, about 80 million people should have it by Wednesday morning or like at least in your checking account by 80, uh, Wednesday morning. Um, and I was actually just looking at this. There is an IRS website. Um, you got to go to IRS.gov. Uh-huh. Well, the whole thing is, is that they go,
2: oh, well, if you got your tax return, they already have your information. Well, shit, last year I was, a, it was I was so, an independent contractor. I had to pay taxes, <laughs> so I mean, hopefully they have my bank information from like two years ago. <laughs> you know, I want my fucking money, honey. And that's what, because uh, Oscar, now mind you, Oscar who who stays in the shadows and who who has not written an episode, who has not written an email to this us to to the podcast. Uh, I had made a, I had said something against Trump or whatever, and then he had he had personally commented on my Facebook page saying, and then he goes, well, you better not, um, you better not, uh, cash your stimulus check if that's the way you feel. Well, one, fuck you, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna cash it absolutely. I'm gonna cash it when I get it. But um,
1: so so if you go to the if you go to IRS.gov, um, on the main page there. There's a couple different options, but it says Get Coronavirus Tax Relief. You click on that. There's a thing where it says Economic Payments Relief, and there's a link that says what you need to know about payments. You click that, and then starting on Wednesday, there's going to be under where it says Get My Payment. Um, When you click on that, and it's not available to April 15th, so another day, if you haven't gotten your check by Wednesday morning, that's where you need to go so you can kind of – See where your check is, if you have to update your information, that kind of yeah. thing. So
2: I was saying, like I um, two of my friends have said they got in their checks. And, and and once again, you know, the internet being the internet, these aren't guys that are liars. These aren't guys, you know, some people are just full of shit and say they'll get, you know. But these guys I trust, and so I'm like, shit, where's my money? Um <laughs> which
1: And by the way, I don't want to hear people sitting there saying, Oh, well, I'm only gonna use my money for good things. Bitch, pay off yeah. your bills. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you need to do you know what i mean pay off all your fucking bills do what you got to do and you know just make yourself just get yourself in a better position that's what i'm going to do i mean i'm going to be honest with you i'm going to have all my credit cards paid off okay. because of this and i'm actually going to um i'm actually going to be be able to pay my personal loan down that i had to take out that's a whole other story another <laughs> time, but the personal loan I had to take out a while ago, to, because I've, I've figured out the whole system, so to speak. My my girlfriend looks at me and rolls her eyes because she's like, you got so many credit cards in that, and I'm like, I just know how to use the system. That's what you do. You use the system yeah. to your benefit.
2: Had a um, to pay and,
1: you know, <laughs> I'm going to be able to pay that personal loan off probably sooner than I wanted to, and... I'm very happy about that, honestly. So I mean it's all looking really good and uh, and I'm very I'm very happy where things are going. You know, I'm also gonna start putting money aside in case, you know, all of a sudden my job gets eliminated
2: (laughs) because I could see that happening still. I've just gotta be worried about stuff like that. Um all right. More quick fire stuff. Uh the term Karen has been called a slur. Uh, Uh 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 a sexist slur, an ageist slur, and um, sexist racist. Oh yeah, sexist racist ageist slur. All right, Karen. <laughs> Same was like okay, boomer. Um, you know, Karen's. You know, those are the, the you know. The, I want to speak to a manager. Got that stupid swoopy hairstyle. Uh, so you know, you know, and it's okay. I can say Karen because some of my closest friends are white, um, and. I was on the phone the other day with a Karen, not not physically named Karen, but someone who definitely falls into the falls into the uh the, the boundaries of being a Karen and we had you know, we we were talking about life and everything like that and he was like I think this coronavirus is a Chinese conspiracy to, you know, destabilize our country and I was shut the fuck up <laughs> but uh so uh, you know i, I don't i don't even want to get into that but it was just like you know some people are just so fucking stupid you know what i'm saying you know and and, and a karen is a person who would vote for trump uh, i mean I, i'll
1: be honest with you i i kind of thought that it was it was like we were taking this way too seriously yeah. at one point and now i'm just like can we get yeah. this shit over it's with
2: conspiracy, <laughs> the worst conspiracy in the world because it's affecting everybody you know, um, you know, if you wanted to just affect Americans, you would have put, like, coronavirus on, like, McDonald's or some shit like that. Um, okay, liquor stores, I don't know, but the liquor store by me closes at 8, so I gotta make sure I gotta get there by 8, so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm on my fourth bottle of Jack Daniels since we started the quarantine. And <laughs> I know those, those are rookie numbers if you were talking to Durrell, but, um, you know, I, I you know, I've, whiskey's been getting me through this, uh, through this, um, Oh, uh, you know, with the times being the way they are, uh, yeah, you know, you may not have to pay your rent right now. You may not have to pay your, your gas and electric. But damn, Skippy, you better pay your fucking child support. Cause I got a thing in the mail. Now, I've been, I've been on top of my child support and that's not an issue. But like, I'm, over, I was, like, I got a thing for my child support and I was gonna like, oh wow, are they were, are they, are they really like, uh, delaying child support for, you know, for, for this? And nope, it was just a regular good old, fashion payment statement you know let it remind reminding me uh that child support and then i have a buddy of mine who what i mean i don't know his business but he said there was some confusion he hasn't paid a child support and i guess with that he's not even getting his stimulus check or he's not getting he's not getting that check so you know uh guys you know, if if you're the if you haven't given it any thought and no one else has reminded you, pay your fucking child support because that shit is not stopping. The world has come to an end, but you better fucking pay your child support. Um, and once it, I mean, knock on wood, oh, yeah. that's not a problem for me. I you know I got that under control, but Jesus Christ, you know, like you would think in this day and age, um, you know they would they'd hold off on that also. Nope. Um. I was talking to a girl the other day and she had mentioned being on keto and I'm like, bitch, you're in the middle of a quarantine. There's no such thing as fucking <laughs> there's no such thing as diets and keto during fucking quarantine. The world's going to fucking hell. Fucking eat yourself happy. Um let's see. Uh people banging pots and pans. And I've gotten this a lot from friends of mine in New York City, that at seven o'clock a lot of people are, are going out their window and banging pots and pans for the for the for the for the workers and stuff like that and i mean that's all fine and good to me it's to me it seems kind of useless it's like sending thoughts and prayers um <laughs> you know uh I, I had an interview with a guy that was like a, a worker and he goes he goes he goes he goes i've had more pizza you know because people like buying the, the workers pizza and the guy was like i don't want to be ungrateful but i've had more pizza in the past two weeks that i could go to the rest of my life without ever eating slice of pizza again you know and it's like you know we, these people need to get paid Stop you know, pots and pans is all nice and cute and fun and all good and shit, but you know, uh we need change. These people need to get fucking if you're an essential worker, if you're a hero, I was driving by a Walgreens earlier today and a big sign outside in the front uh said heroes work here. Yeah, and those are people are get probably getting paid a little bit over minimum wage. If you want if they're fucking heroes, pay them like the fucking heroes they are. Um I, I think I'm gonna coin the phrase quarantine fifteen, you know, when they talk about freshman fifteen people go start college and they put on 15 pounds i'm 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 quitting I'm the phrase right here quarantine 15s you heard it here first um did you see the video of the cops in india that were hitting people with sticks they were outside now it's yeah, fucking I think hilarious so, yeah, yeah. like they were cops and they were just like pulling people off motorcycles and hitting and straight up just hitting them with fucking like kendo sticks that shit was funny as hell and then they were also making people like do squat thrusts like like squats like it was sort of like punishment for being outside when you weren't supposed to be outside. So um, there's that. A few more, just two or three more things. I have not watched Tiger King. I refuse to watch Tiger King. Either. Uh, I. I, I'm not gonna fall for the fucking hype. Kiss my ass, suck my dick. I, I've heard I've heard enough. I've heard enough from <laughs> enough people. I have no reason to watch Tiger King. You know, I, I this is the same reason I don't watch Jerry Springer. Or other things like that. I don't need to be reminded how fucking backwards people in this country are. So you could take Tiger King and shove it up your ass. Um, I think it's, it's not official on what he's playing, but it has been official that like John Krasinski has been contacted by Marvel Studios and has gotten some meetings with Marvel Studios. And of course, you know, the speculation is, is that he'll, he would be like a Reed Richards in a, in another Fantastic Four movie. But, um, I think like he admitted it or something like that that he had met with uh, Marvel Studios. So let's see where that go where we go with that. I mean of course you know the dream would be you know him as Reed Richards and his wife is uh Sue Storm. Uh what's her face uh um British chick. You know, they would be good as as Mr. and Mrs Fantastic. And then my last bit of news, it's not really news, um but this last week Saturday Night Live, they did a, a new episode. And they did, every sketch was, like, you know, people recording from their houses and stuff like that. And I, I thought that was, it was pretty neat and pretty, like, uh you know, innovative for what it was. But, dude, fucking Tom Hanks hosted it. And it was, like, Tom Hanks, like, from his house. And it's, like, you know, he was the first major celebrity to come out and, and say that he had the fucking coronavirus. You know, every, I you know, not one person was, like good for him i <laughs> like you know everybody in the world was like don't fucking don't you dare don't you dare take tom hanks away from us um but you know for him to come out and and be in good spirits and 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 sort of like joke about it but not make him out, obviously not making fun of the the condition but you know uh, and stuff like that and you know uh, it just shows one what a great fucking guy he is that you know even he can in in the time where some people would just be giving up all hope you know he's, he's staying positive and stuff like that and uh you know and it was good to see him you know what i'm saying like you know it's it sort of it gives you hope. And of course, you know, yes, we live in a world where celebrities, a guy who's made a billion, jillion dollars. Yes. He's going to have the, the, the doctors and facilities and stuff like that to bring him back to health or as close to health as he can be. Um, but I mean, it's still, for the most part, it's, it's, it's good for morale, you know, that a good guy like Tom Hanks is, is still with us and hasn't been fucking put in the ground. Um, I think we should wrap it up. That's what she said. That's what she said. Uh, please visit strangers one podcastnet where you can find all things show-related. You can find links to our iTunes page. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, uh, you can download us there. Subscribe to us on iTunes. If you don't have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can download us and uh, listen to us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. The Stitcher app for Android devices. Um, what I do, I put on Listen Later and available offline. Now, of course, the world has gone to hell. Uh, I usually say whenever I'm out and about <laughs> running my errands, and, and I'll listen to... Uh, I listen to podcasts. Um, I haven't left my house besides picking up my daughter and doing food shopping twice in the past month. I haven't left my house. So I certainly wasn't going on any dates, um, but, but, uh, uh, you know, I listen to podcasts at home, but you know, if I was, if I was out and about, I would put on listen later and available offline. So I can listen to podcasts without killing my phone's battery or my data plan. Um, or you can go right to the source and download us off the SoundCloud app. Just go to SoundCloud or search for Tunisian Podcast. Um, on Stitcher, every podcast worth listening to, you know, uh, Kevin Smith's modcasts and, and the Joe Rogan experience. And of course, Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful podcast is available on the stitcher app if you want to write to us you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com all spelled out two strangers one podcast at gmail.com uh interact with us like you like oscar has in the past you know i mean you got nothing else better to do you sitting at home and or you want to curse me out and and, and say that i shouldn't have revealed so much about my my Failed relationship, or whatever the case may be, if you want to call me a fucking idiot, or if you want to say, hey, Chris, you're a pretty smart and handsome guy, and, and I want to gargle your fucking nutsack in my mouth, feel free to write a two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Okay, <laughs> <God. laughs> hey, hey, I'm taking all comers now, man. I'm a free man. Um, <laughs> comers. I just, okay. You have to comers. take a fucking, I just, the first date, you gotta fucking put a thermometer in your mouth and make sure that <laughs> you ain't running a fever. Um, let me see oh, uh we want your money we need your money but until we set up a patreon which is something i've yet to have done but then once again this quarantine hasn't changed my life at at all my life i'm still working 40 hours a week and i'm still by myself uh, except for the couple days i have a week with during the week with my daughter uh my life hasn't changed at all but uh, i i want to set up a patreon but until we do that you can support show your support for the show by liking our page subscribing to our page liking this episode I'm particular uh letting people know it's the eighth year anniversary that's going to be a great eight year anniversary gift to the podcast by uh it'll be on 420 <laughs> 420 man uh where you can uh show your support for the show if, if you've ever if you have listened to one fucking episode of eight years worth of podcast uh you can share us on facebook uh facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast or this episode itself um, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, just go to. Oh my God, I heard that, Paul. You can find us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast, <laughs> or um, or I think the our our other biggest resource. because uh, you could go on SoundCloud and listen to like the past two or three years of podcast, but you can hear like the first five years of podcast uh are, are, have all been uploaded to youtube just go on youtube search for two Strangers Podcast, and along with all our podcasts you can see my stranger vlogs from uh, vlogs that i've made from <clears throat> comic-con uh vlogs that i made sitting in my car just talking about social things um you can find my audiobook odd i see a tail from the road that's available uh, uh you can hear the whole damn book on on our youtube page uh you can hear music that i've made uh, under I, my my music pseudonym is xlnyc so you can um just go on search the two strangers one podcast on youtube and find uh three albums worth of music because i I, like i purposely made like when the songs come up to about 72 minutes that's about the back in the day that was about the length of of, of a fully full cd so you can find all that on youtube search for two strangers one podcast um i can't think of anything else sir i acquiesce the floor to you
1: All right, well, you can find me online on Twitter at Paul Biscrillo. You can email me like Oscar has, paulbiscrillo at com, And you can find me on Instagram, Instagram instagram.com slash uh, paulbiscrillo. So those are where you can find me. And, uh, of course, I'm on the Toonami Faithful podcast, so please listen to us there. Uh, We have a lot of content coming out. and Some of that content might be from Chris's vault that I'll steal from him and make other people do. So we'll see.
2: Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. Don't I'm be Paul. a stranger. Peace. Right. You should be fapping. Oh, it's been a while, but I'm back to fapping again.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my God. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead.
5: You want Double hear? jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris
0: Cologne? Smells good to me. But <laughs> 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 Look at her. I broke that fucking cold little exterior. <laughs> He's
5: like, hee But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Himpani. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialistic I feel you, Eric. Lynette.
0: I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? <laughs> uh, smell sounds hauntingly familiar.
5: He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia.
0: Oh, i, I got to meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia. Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, it man. Yeah. Look at her, fucking she's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher
5: Cologne, smells real lovely, with an original idea.
0: Is it? I've never heard this before.
5: I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks.
0: Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. (laughs) This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is?
5: I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books, Heavy Metal, Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon.
0: Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part.
5: Way to write, man. He's
0: seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Welcome my motherfucker, up! Chris Colone, come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will.
5: The book could also be ordered on www
0: Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Colone. man. It's the first book in his comic books, Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road. Should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Colone, like a motherfucker, I will and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks.